Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to TripleWell.com and check it out. You know, direct-to-consumer brands, they were kind of like Amazon brands. Yeah, <laughs> and you know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> These like really strangely named <laughs> spatula brands or very strange things that people just, you know, they went, they bought off Alibaba, they private labeled a product from China and they just put it on Amazon. It doesn't really have yeah. a brand per se. We are back again. This is the Pit Stop Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Levenger, and I have a good friend with me. Joining me again today is a beer, and he is he's just crushing it. The last two that we did was so informative and so deep on like the stuff that I don't know anything about. So it was just really helpful, I think, to have your help coming in and explaining some of these deep concepts. We are like deep into Amazon. So I, I really want to talk to you more about this today. But first, thank you so much for joining me again. This is going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank you. More, more. I would love more information on this, like scaling on Amazon, actually growing your brand on Amazon, because it's not something that I've heard anybody else really talking about a ton. We're very knowledgeable, I think, in the DC industry on mm -hmm. attribution, on different models of things. We talk a lot about conversions, talk a lot about click-through rate, thumb stops, all those different things. I have rarely heard anybody talk about how to actually take your brand and scale it on Amazon in particular or why you would want to do that. So can you give us kind of like a synopsis of what a brand would need to have in place to be able to start on Amazon? At the very least, you just want to get on Amazon. I think it's better to be on it than not on ah, it, especially okay. because of the fact that you want to build, start building your momentum. A lot of your value will come from the amount of reviews you've accumulated. And even if you're not ready to, quote unquote, do it perfectly, just being there, being available and having the opportunity to sell your product to the people who want to buy it, just even the brand searches, you're not ranking for any of the non-branded keywords. You're just there. People are searching for your brand. They want to buy it on Amazon instead of your website. Kind of sucks, but at least you're accumulating reviews. And fortunately, because they're searching your brand, there will usually be very positive reviews too. <laughs> These are people who already have a positive feeling towards you, or so at least true. more likely to. So just being there is good. You're you're okay. already taking one positive step. Okay. So you don't have to have like a like a I don't know like a minimum amount of revenue that you're generating every year, or you, you don't have to have a very specific brand setup to be able to do this. No, I mean it, Amazon is a particular platform where the more the better a job that you do of it, the better expertise that you have in terms of leveraging the tools that they have available, the better and the more success that you can achieve. But for people who just want to get started, it's probably better to just be there than not, because there are broadly speaking very few cons to being available yeah yeah very true <laughs> there's nothing bad about being on another platform that a lot of people will find you on exactly. okay so i mean that's a great place to start i think talking the conversation of like how then would you scale a brand i guess from scratch basically just starting day one on amazon what's kind of the steps that you take to get people actual good success and see some revenue coming off of this sure I mean, so I guess if I oversimplify a little bit, but just for the sake of for the conversation. Uh, Please do, because I don't know anything about Amazon. So that <laughs> yeah, would be Yeah, totally. <laughs> so the first thing is to make sure that your listing is solid. And there, let's say there's two main sections that come into this, your imagery and your, your keywords, your titles, your copy, stuff like that. Our copy is going to be a little bit awkward. We just have to get down with that. It's yeah, kind of yeah. old school Google <laughs> SEO where you're doing a little bit of keyword stuffing. You don't want to overdo it, okay. but very much a lot of your success from Amazon is going to be tied to your SEO. And that's going to be tied to the way that you use your keywords intelligently, understanding the way that their platform reads your content. So 
doing the keyword research to know which search terms have a lot of volume, which ones have competitors with whom you can compete. Having that awareness is going to be helpful for building out your listing and kind of figuring out what buckets of keywords you're targeting. The second thing is putting in place images that are, let's just call it optimized for Amazon. And what I mean by that is a lot of people use Amazon on mobile and which is not surprising. And the thing about Amazon on mobile, which is again, classic thing, it's very different than desktop. And so people who are only looking at Amazon desktop might not realize this, but they make the product images very, very prominent right at the top. And a lot of the copy, your bullet points, your descriptions, all of that stuff is, is buried quite low on mobile. Yeah. Yeah, which sure. means that a person needs to be able to get a full understanding of what your product is and kind of go through the entire story of what the copy would take them through by just swiping through images. Yeah, That means the images are going to be ugly. <laughs> They're going to be yeah. a little tacky looking. There's going to have a lot of text. They're going to call out your features and benefits. It's not going to be the same photos that you put on your e-commerce website. What you have on Shopify, okay, yeah. that's usually good looking stuff. On Amazon, it's you're trying to convert them and it's a little awkward looking. And that's why a lot of brands sometimes feel a little weird about it because it doesn't look great. Yeah, because it doesn't cases, look pretty. <laughs> but it works. And yeah. so those are the two main things to get your listing in a position that's ready to scale. Yeah. I find Amazon to be very abrasive from a consumer standpoint. Mm -hmm. I don't currently market on Amazon. So the only thing I use it for is as a consumer and as rarely yep. as possible. <laughs> <laughs> right, same. So usually when I'm on Amazon though, and I'm looking for stuff, I don't actually go down and look at almost anything other than two spots. So as a consumer, I'm looking at not even the title because often the title is keyword stuff and it's mm -hmm. like difficult to read yep. often. So yep. I look at the image. Very first thing I look is at the image. Yep. I'm always looking at what sizes are available, especially if it's clothing based. And mm -hmm. then I will scroll all the way down past any of the words or any of yep. the description of the actual product itself down to the reviews. Yeah, exactly. So I want to know how important is all of that stuff that I skip from it's an SEO like findability <laughs> standpoint? Is that important? Uh, from an SEO perspective, yeah. So you'll have some okay. content in the bullet points, in the A+, stuff like that. Yeah. That's valuable for SEO. So that's usually what we're kind of focusing on for that. And for the people who decide that they want to go through it, especially if you're brand registered, you get those big blocks that are what yeah. Amazon calls the enhanced brand content or A-plus content. It's basically your PDP. It's, it's stuff that from a Shopify that allows you to kind of show okay. off yeah. the brand a little bit more and show much a greater level of content about your brand, your other products and stuff like that. So it's useful to do that well because it can allow you to set yourself apart from other products that are a little bit more lazily put together. But ultimately, you're right. The main things that most people focus on other than the price is the product images, giving a, a quick idea of is this good enough? And then the ratings. Because I mean, if 50,000 people thought this was a great product, I'm like, all right, good, good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the interesting part is as a marketer, I have to look at Amazon very differently than the consumer does mm -hmm. because those consumers are constantly going straight to the reviews, straight to the images. They're not really going and reading stuff. If they are usually it's skimming it's i just oh, want to get sure. to whatever the most interesting information is so my next question though was it would be how do you generate reviews on amazon which i'm sure <laughs> this is a very in-depth conversation that might need another full hour but like reviews are clearly king on amazon so what is there a strategy to it or like what's your what's your take on that there are plenty of things that you can do that you shouldn't do that are very gray or just blatantly <laughs> against the yeah. terms of service. The main things that you should be doing if you want to keep it completely white hat, which for, especially for DTC brands, that's what we would always say. Look, don't, yes, don't yes. risk your brand entirely on Amazon is you just need to request them. And Amazon is a very strict methodology by which you can do them. And you can plug in tools to just do the request automatically. Oh, but when a person makes a purchase, you can tell the tool like, Hey, after 21 days, send this person a request. And the request is going to be templated. It's going to be very particular in terms of the way it's sent. And that's it. It comes in. More than that, there's a little bit more wiggle room, if you will. Again, Amazon's very, very particular about their reviews. 
but there is a little bit of wiggle room when bad reviews come in and what you can do to potentially have people edit their reviews or change them. Or maybe you can put oh, in okay. request to Amazon say, hey, this one is not appropriate for X, Y, Z reason. It violates a community guideline, so please remove it. So there are some tricks and tips that you can apply there to be able to just increase the average. You're not going to make dramatic impacts unless you start breaking rules, but you can, let's call, mold the things in a favorable yeah. direction. Yeah. But like you noted, I mean, Amazon is... A lot of their value comes from their reviews, so it is extremely important for them to try to maintain the integrity of those reviews as much as possible. So, again, you're, we'll never suggest doing any of the really sketchy stuff. Yeah. Well, and that, I find that really interesting, too, and, and that's probably, like, a good segue for this entire segment because this was just, like, such good information about Amazon. It's it's one of those things that I don't have a lot of people involved in currently. So for the little brands that want to get on it, Amazon, it really is for longevity, if you're going to get on Amazon, like you need to dedicate some time and space to getting in like a good strategy for it mm -hmm. because you need someone managing all of those comments. You're going to need someone managing all of the pages that you're going to set up. You also need to manage like how much time you want to spend dedicating towards this other channel. It can be very lucrative, it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah. And it can be something that's very beneficial to managing your brand on the entire internet <laughs> and not just like your social media channels and your website. This is one of those places that's like kind of a common next step, I think, for anybody that's gone to a particular level of scale. And to do it and do it well, I think you need to have someone like a beer on your team so that, that you can figure out like what the next best steps are as somebody who has experience in it, because it's not easy to grow on Amazon at all. So no, it's yeah. it's tricky. But but to be honest, brands that have built themselves off of Amazon, like DTC brands, they have a very strong advantage because Amazon, uh, I'll, again, I'll oversimplify it. I'm, I'm generalizing, but historically, a lot of the people who were selling or a lot of the brands that were on Amazon were not like real, you know, direct to consumer brands. They were kind of like Amazon brands. Yeah, <laughs> and you know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about? Like these like really strangely named <laughs> spatula brands or very strange things that people just, you know, they went, they bought off Alibaba, they private labeled a product from China and they just put it on Amazon. It doesn't really have yeah. a brand per se. It's just a thing that exists on Amazon. But the thing is, they did a good job. They can make a lot of money. And for a true DTC brand to step in and start competing for that same traffic for those same keywords, but they also have the benefit of branded traffic and brand awareness, they can just roll over these other companies. As, yeah. as long as they have, you know, solid Amazon methodology and a partner that actually can like <laughs> know to how to execute well on Amazon, yeah, they just have yeah. an advantage. They have an advantage that's massive that these other companies just don't because their brand is not known. They're not a brand. They're just yeah. a product that shows up high on Amazon. Oh, so true. Oh, I feel like we could talk about this for hours just because Amazon is so, so super interesting. But we'll, let's end it there. Where can people find you if they want to follow you or get more information about your like Amazon services? Because you actually manage quite a few brands that have Amazon set up. So where can people find you? Sure thing. So Twitter is probably the fastest way to find me, Abir, A-B-I-R underscore C-P-A. And in my link or my bio, you should be able to find my website. But if you can't, it's just upcounting.com. That's perfect. Go to upcounting.com because these guys are awesome. They just come at it from a totally different lens, something I haven't really seen before. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. This was super fun. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I had a blast. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.